Bloody evening, Coven. Welcome to another week of Nightmares at the Scaredy Cat Podcast with your Coven lead, Kay. Join me for a night of frighteningly empowered talks about horror films powered by Studio Succubus. If you prefer a more comprehensive read, head on over to studio-succubus.com after listening to this episode. After hibernating for a month, I'm finally back. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've rebranded the show from horror random uh, random horror topics to a more feminist-centered theme. Of course, we should always evolve, so if you have any suggestions for the show, feel free to let me know on Instagram over at scaredycatpodcast or at studio.succubus. As much as possible, I'd like to make this community more inclusive. I'd also like to think of Studio Succubus as a modern coven that celebrates individuality through horror narratives. For a topic this evening, let's discuss Robert Eggers' The Witch and the stigma of the female ambition. There are minor spoilers ahead, so I suggest that you watch the film first if you wish to experience it fully. Robert Eggers' The Witch is a folk tale of a secluded family in the Puritan era. As their crops start to fail, the devout Christian family begins to suspect each other as the formidable witch of the woods. The Witch 2015 contains all the elements found in fairy tales. Only this time, Prince Charming and the damsel in distress are the same person, the evil stepsisters are little children, and the fairy godmother comes in the form of a bedeviled black goat. Certainly there was a happy ending, but I I wouldn't spoil that for you. Before Anya Taylor-Joy wooed mainstream audiences with her feminism-driven character in Netflix's Queen's Gambit, she first caught the attention of horror fanatics on The Witch. Roman Polanski's Rosemary's Baby was the film that introduced me to atmospheric horror, but The Witch was the first one to pique my interest with A24 distributed movies, all of which characterizes dark and dreary undertones. I must say that Eggers' ambitious attempt to create an impressive feature directorial directorial debut did not disappoint. The film takes us back to Salem and Europe witch trials where countless men and women were tortured and executed for allegedly practicing dark magic. Although some men were also accused, the numbers were were, uh, disproportionate. About 5 men out of 20 women were reportedly part of the occult. This witch hunt craze lasted from the 15th to the 18th century. So imagine the abuse men and women had to go through based on illogical fear that's used to brainwash society into patriarchy. Even a patriarchal country like the Philippines did not escape the witch trials. As a matter of fact, women from pre-colonial Philippines were highly regarded. They were sought for their capability of fighting, giving sound advice, conjuring the dead, and healing. These women were called the Babaylans. When the Spaniards took over the land, the Babaylans fled to remote islands to hide from execution that the colonizers had imposed on them. History just goes to show that toxic men have long feared the idea of losing dominance. Women who have no fear of being alone or can think for themselves are usually the ones who are being targeted during the witch hunt craze. 
into which Thomasin had her own unexpressed ambitions, thinking that they were an abomination as what her belief teaches. However, the female drive is strong and stubborn, and it isn't something that easily vanishes despite the threat of death. While the world is slowly becoming progressive, we still, we still can't deny the fact that feminism is being misunderstood by some. Like, it's, it has become this act of man-hating, thus exercising misandry, which is the female version of misogyny. Unfortunately, being strong is sometimes confused for aggressiveness. What I want to emphasize is that he can be soft and strong at the same time because strength is not just a facade. As Thomasin learned to invoke her suppressed desires by the end of the film, we also learned that the female desire is not merely influenced by external forces. It comes from within. Let us not forget that we can still be a part of a community and yet function as an individual being. If there's one thing the witch can teach us, that is liberation. I hope that you've learned some insights from this episode. What are your thoughts about the witch? Do let me know over at Instagram. You may ask your friends to join the coven by suggesting this show. Thank you for joining me again this dark evening at the Scary Cat Podcast where we celebrate our love for horror. Once again, this has been your host, Kay. Good night, and I'll see you in your nightmares.